Yeah, everybody would shut up for a second because we started. <laughs> it's a talk show, man. <laughs> yeah, right. We're getting warmed up. But and so here, it's obviously carnival of extra randomness today. Yeah. <laughs> and you missed all the and unfortunately you missed all the good conversation. So I'm sorry for what's going to be on here. <laughs> Should have had a tape recorder. But maybe one week can reveal that he wrote Penny Lane because John wrote Strawberry Fields. It's Paul. We found out, Dell. We found out he's actually really Paul McCartney, Ooh, and then other guys are fake. Dell is Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm more of a Ringo. Yeah. Yeah. And looking really, drawn. as you'll see later on when we do have our picture, looking really stylish today is Greg. Yeah, man. Nope. Yep. Like, <laughs> well, you know, my hair Steven. was wet. Well, Stephen or locally <laughs> Dan Liberto. <laughs> Stan Yeah. Well, you know, I steal every image of, I can possibly get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and back again joining us somehow we got him back to the studio after the other time he was not afraid to come back Adele <laughs> yep back hey. again this will be my third or fourth time yeah but you've yeah. done Zoom so they're right the that's the show but I don't mind do it either way either way but actually one question because this one's going to get kind of weird probably today. <laughs> I really suspect that but I was actually thinking of this because I had a conversation a friend of mine a couple days ago is there like being music people is there any like one genre where you just go you know i've tried i can't i just don't like it jeez you talk to me about that well, anybody i was talking anybody. to my friend i was talking to my friend tom he's done you know he's a friend of the show been on the show a lot he's done his like he's got like moon gator now sort of country-ish he's had big bertha blues like sort of, like grease creepers which is like sort of like the cramps type stuff he says the one thing he hates is metal yeah, it's either metal or opera, opera music. Oh, I love opera. I've been to opera. I've been to the Bolshoi. You know? I've been to the Bolshoi and everything. I really, when I think seeing it live. It's a ballet. There's bands that actually combined. <laughs> no, it was an opera, though. No, it was an opera. I've been, not oh, the, you went to an opera. I was in Leningrad. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was the one where, probably the same thing every time, where somebody to sell the soul to the devil. It wasn't Faust, but it was like some medieval story. Don Giovanni. Huh. I really don't know. I guess for me it's hip hop. I hate to say it that way. But. No, I actually agree. I'm sort of <laughs> like that too. I've tried, and I figure sometimes I think with hip hop, you have to get into the rhythm and get the thing. And well, the I just grooves don't. are great. I just, yeah. I just, I just don't like the, I don't like the production on a lot of the modern stuff with the auto tune and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, just get away from that stuff. More, more the grooves the, are great. The, the beats Dylan, are great. Uh, Dylan influence type of stuff is good. Yeah, you know, stuff I mean, with good lyrics. After Run DMC, I kind of lost it. You know what I mean? I, I always play yeah. Christmas Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> no, but one of the ones like there's bands that do imitate uh, in, in between opera and heavy metal. They do both, and they're you know like a, the uh, the darkness. I think it's oh called. yeah, yeah. They do both mm -hmm. opera mm -hmm. and it's, heavy metal yeah. at the same time. Action shot while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Sorry, I'm into posing. I watched this Betty Page thing yesterday, so I was like, oh. <laughs> the one I didn't actually know just from like it some of my really, friends. She had a really interesting life. We yeah, she did. Oh, she did. She become like a movie. Christian and everything, like a big religious person. Well, she was own. always that. She, they all, all these people that knew her said, oh, she went to church on Sunday, but she just enjoyed the modeling thing, and she just enjoyed yeah. her body, and she just thought it was cool to do what she was doing, and she didn't think it was. But see, that's the thing. I mean, I'm go kind of going off on a thing here. but Well, that's what the show's yeah, going to be. I'm being very <laughs> random today. No, but 
you know, she wasn't like she wasn't like some skag. She wasn't like she was clean. Yeah, she just yeah, like and she just enjoyed it as an art form. I mean, she wasn't part of a lifestyle. She just yeah. It reminds me of Greg from the Chesterfield cool. Kings. He's the same way. He used to go to church every Sunday. Right. And still play out in the band that he had. People Raj get Rock. that. Like people always like. There's the old story. There's a book called Fargo Rock City, which is really fun. Doesn't matter if you like the music or not. Cause it's not my favorite, but it's but a guy. He lives in like North Dakota. He's talking about metal, and he said, like, for kids like us, and, like, Kiss would come out there and play and everything. Yeah. But, he said, but he tells the one story where he goes, okay, I went down to the hotel when Cinderella played, and I met him. I was really disappointed. They were all just normal guys. <laughs> they were just normal but guys who played. expected something different. But then Guns N' Roses played. I found where Slash was staying. He had his hotel door open. He came out, stumbled past me. I asked him for an autograph, and he threw up at my feet. <laughs> and his and his agent said his agent said he's had sort of a rough night and I go and I said I was actually because he was, was real was the guy happy then was his night complete he was real <laughs> I was well, there I, a friend that. of mine got spit on by Ray Davies during the show and I'm like oh he's like hey, Ray spit on me he was, <laughs> would have kept it <laughs> and I, I could see like a vial the jar <laughs> I'll never wash that side of my face again there was <laughs> so I I'd for the one concert that I had forgotten that I went to because it was during a rough patch in 85. <laughs> and and so uh, this friend of mine saying, remember when we saw Neil Young? I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen Neil Young. And she goes, we went to see Neil Young at the War Memorial. War Memorial. That's what I and went I went, to. I went, when was that? And she goes, oh, it had to be like 85. I said, was it like August of 85? So I'm like looking on set list and I'm like, oh, I remember this concert. He was playing with the, the International Harvesters. Yep. And it was all bluegrass, and I wasn't into bluegrass at the time, and it wasn't until like the last four songs that I was like, oh, this is Neil Young. But my friend went up to the to the front at one point, because it was kind of fiesta yeah. scene, so she wanders up, and Neil rinses his harmonica out in a spit bucket, and then he and then he sort of baptizes the audience <laughs> with it. And uh, this guy standing next to her is uh, like, "Spit on us, Neil! Spit on us!" <laughs> and and she told that story, and I'm like, going, "Oh, it's all flooding back to me." Now. <laughs> That's obviously pre-COVID, right? I mean, you oh, know, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. one. I don't know if it's the same one that I saw. I saw him at the War Memorial, but it was the Rust Never Sleeps tour. Oh, that was, was before the same that. One? No, that was, was after before that. that. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, so, do you think if punk was really still a, a thing? I mean, I know it's a thing in some. Yeah, it's still. But yeah. do you think a punk thing. thing now would be like you know getting COVID and then spitting on people? I mean, that would sound like a punk ethic, right? I mean, you know, uh, sort of. Let's get of. people sick. You know. <laughs> One of the war thing was about getting people no. sick. One of the war things I ever heard no, was like I mean some, spitting on people. Yeah. At some convention, I guess John Delancey was there and he apologized. He said he was sick. And he's drinking water. Somebody actually wanted to pay to drink the water so they could drink the Q virus. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I remember I saw Todd Rundgren at Water Street, and he had a cold, and he didn't sound so good, and he apologized a bunch of times. I, when I saw Ozzy on, actually, the bar, at the Diary of a Madman tour, he was really sick. And actually, one of my friends met him backstage. He used to know, like, I, somehow he's related to John Shear. He, said, you know. <laughs> he, was, he was, said he was eating soup, and he's, like, really sick. And you could just hear his voice. Jeez. Well, sometimes, I mean, they have happens like when if they yeah if they have performance they have no choice you know <laughs> I mean I've done this show with like a hundred and twenty degree fever because our fans expect it <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Pat Benatar with a head cold I know she did like no that. she did I remember the reviewer that I guess she was apologizing yeah because she her voice sounded like crap she had a real rough voice this but she still sounded great she's still you know real good 
this singer I play in a band with, she said something about Pat Benatar said that the best thing for your voice are lay, Lay's potato chips. Really? For some reason, they'd work, they do something who to the Who said that, Susie? Who the salt? Pat Benatar. No, who said that about oh, Pat the Benatar? singer that I work with. Yeah. Yeah, she said that that's something that Pat Benatar said. I don't know. Wow. It's I mean, funny with Pat Benatar. She, just, she sends out like, almost like personal emails to people just to come to their, their performance. Oh, really? Yeah. Like her, her husband wrote to me or something and saying, I hope you saw. Oh, really? It's like, oh my God. That's He's cool. actually wrote to me. It's pretty wow. interesting. Well, I, actually I, finally, I actually also finally found out what Benny and the Jets was about. I told Adriana and she, she's been singing it. It's like, oh, I had an idea. <laughs> what is it? About? Benny and the Jets, okay. Yeah, I can never figure it's, it it's out. It's 1970s, right? Yeah. Keenism. Benny and the Jets is about snorting Coke with a $100 bill. Oh, Benny, wow. Benjamin, hundred. Oh. That makes sense, though. So I told Adriana, it's like I said, I saw a clip on the Muppet Show where Elton John was playing with the Muppets. That's a one of the Muppets snorting or something. That's a pretty slow <laughs> banana animal. Yeah. You know, you know, animal. <laughs> it's a <laughs> animal led their rock and roll life and everything. But one type of music I don't really like, and Greg, you'll appreciate this, is like sort of like that that dance music, Billy. You know that. Type of stuff like the new electronic, right? Oh, I yeah. always say it's got no soul to it to me. It's just got like it's probably well produced, but yeah, it's just electronic. No, uh, they're not physically playing an <laughs> instrument or something. The the thing I can't take, and it's really and it's really rough, is is um, that sort of death metal where they just uh, oh the scream the, the, the screamo the screamo really low voice <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like that, screamo yeah, yeah we yeah. can't tell what they're saying either yeah. way. Yeah, because I'm more of a we, lyrics person. I we, need to hear the lyrics. We saw, we saw. I don't want to name the band, but we saw a band play at the at the Bug Jar. Some um, it was uh, a cousin's uh, band from, that came in from Syracuse. Yeah, and they were really good. And this guy had gotten up, and and their vocalist had gotten up to sing with the band before, and he had this fantastic voice, and he he really sounded great. And then he got up and he with his own band. He's like, <laughs> and we had one. Fox Forty Five played one gig at the Bug Jar, and I don't know who opened. That's different. I, that's different. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know who opened. For Fox 45 of this one gig, and I'm glad too because I don't want to mention names. And, you know, people like them, whatever else that you, whatever. But they were really loud. The guy stood on the floor and just screamed. We walked wow. out like, and I told, I looked at Pauline, and she said to me, "He's like, look, this isn't music. This is noise." He, like, he just didn't sing. He just, he's like, just like, like uh, you know, like really loud. Yeah. yeah. But wow. I had the one. I remember I went to go see Shiny Toy Guns. My friend Stephanie wanted to go at Water Street, right? So it turns out it's like this younger crowd. And I look like a narc, like standing in the corner. <laughs> and it's like sitting there like this. Now, the opening band, and they weren't local, and I'm glad I know who they were. They seemed like nice guys. So bad. They came out. I don't know what they were doing. They like wanting to be the isotopes or something. They had lab coats. They were just the way they interacted. Just no presence. So of course wow. me. I got to the point. I'm like looking at my watch, going, okay. I finally at one point I just unconsciously just said out loud, oh, "These guys suck." <laughs> right during a break in the music. But then I'm like. Don't do it. I'll frisk you and I'll rescue I can play in evidence. <laughs> you know, the weirdest band I've ever seen that was like that was these guys from, they, I think they're from Buffalo, called Test. They played once in Rochester, all white. They're dressed in white, you know, white hair, white uh, hats or whatever. And they use lamps on stage for uh, a decoration or something. That's cool. It was actually pretty good. They're kind of like Devo, but more like... Traditional rock versus Devo style. Oh. 
but they look like I'd, Devo. I'd go see them. Yeah. I was actually been I've been into Devo years. lately and everything. Like I was wondering like if they could play the song Mongoloid anymore even. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was watching the video and the video is hilarious because Mark Motherball Mothersball is just bouncing around, jumping around the stage. And then if you listen to the lyrics, it's sort of innocuous and actually it's sort of like harmless and everything, but I was going to post it on Facebook, and I figured it would get demonetized. <laughs> it's because of the name. Yeah, oh, you mean the Mongoloid name? Just the song, yeah, yeah but yeah. if you listen to the lyrics, it's not, like, derogatory or anything. Yeah, it's a different different meaning. It's funny, it. no, it's just kind of funny, yeah. too. What do you think the, of G uh, Gerald Casal? He's kind of like the old man of the group, it seems like. Oh, I don't... Ever see the interviews or anything? No, I don't know that tons about them. I've just seen Mother's Boss interviews. Yeah. They, they were around at the same time as... a lot of soundtracks now. Yeah, Mark plus Mother's they were yeah. around at the time of uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Well, they were... The same time so, period. So they did... Not. So speaking of Neil Young, so Neil, yeah. Neil Young did a film with those guys right. called Human yep. Highway. It was right. more normal and, for him and, than and, you think. And with uh, <laughs> uh, the guy, Dean Stockwell. Right, Dean Stockwell. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like it was pretty Stockwell. wild. I never saw that. They re-released it a, a few years back, about five years ago or so. What's it called? Uh, Human Highway. Human I think Highway. he did two albums with Devo. Yeah. Like, you know, guys from Devo playing that. Yeah, well, that was his whole idea of Rust. You know, you, you got to play different music and you got to change it up so yeah. you have Rust. Yeah. That was the whole idea of Rust. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one thing maybe, Dal, you might know this. Maybe somebody might know this. I don't know if it's true or not. I like the album a lot, but I actually have a copy because I found one for under five bucks. Assume me, I'm cheap. But... The Neil Neil Young album, the Neil Young with the pink, uh, the rock a little, the oh, rock a little. Now the story I've it's heard, great. yeah, but the album. story I've heard was, and I don't know if it's true or not. He put out trans or something, or landing on water, and Geffen told them, "Can't you make an album that sounds more like Neil Young or something?" So he did Rockabilly <laughs> on purpose, on purpose. Just to spite wow. him. Yeah. Yeah. But I really love the album. Yeah, I was just yeah, playing it's a great it album really. anyway. Yeah, it sounds really. Neil, cool. the Shocking Pinks was his band. Shocking Pinks, right? I like the Blue Notes. Is that what it's called? The blue. It was after, I think. Yeah, I like the that. That's cool. Remember the one? I, I'm, I'm not rocking for Spud. This yeah, thing's yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Spud's I'm not new. singing for Miller. But I guess what he would do in his book too <laughs> was kind of funny. Is like I guess what he like Neil used. To, I don't know if he still does it because he's kind of like old and people are nuts these days. As Selman Rushdie, unfortunately, would know. Oh right. Uh, He's yeah. actually one of my yeah. favorite living authors too, but it's like you can't go I anywhere. Can't really with shot. That's amazing. They got stabbed. 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 I keep thinking of Rochester stabbed. Stabbed. Oh. Your choice, either want to get stabbed garbage plate or stabbed or shot. Oh, good. <laughs> but the thing with Neil, I guess what he used to do, like he'd do it, and nobody would even think, because he probably because he looks kind of like a bum. You know, like me when I'm walking, obviously, when that guy gave me, tried to give me 20 bucks, he thought I was a degenerate homeless guy when I was walking. <laughs> you were the one that wasn't begging, which is why I you still got the $20. Can't, I can't believe it. I'm walking. Yeah, I looked a little rough. I spilled mustard on Rob, my shirt. degenerate bum. Hey, the guy's calling to me, and this is the sad point, part about the world a little bit, especially this strange week, which I might get into. But the guy's calling me, sir, sir, sir. It's like he comes up, he tries to give me twenty dollars, and I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'll mention it on my podcast though, and everything. It's really nice. And I'm thinking later, you know, he's, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, is he some kind of pervert? Like, like if I took the money, <laughs> yeah, get like my, take advantage the, of it. And I, it's sad, isn't it though? Like when somebody tries to do something nice, and these days you figure it's an alternative motive. Right. It's like when you dog sit with Pete for people, and their dog turns like you. The dog turns out to have a crush on you. <laughs> well, my dog pumps my, my leg all the time. My, my, like, my, <laughs> dog, my dog came out for Rob. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> you came out to rob. It, it, but that was like, wait, that, like, that that's hasn't happened to anybody else. That's how they do it. That, that hasn't happened to anybody else. But I've seen, and like this week, as I said, it's a little weird this week because this was the end. My, my dear friend Pauline said, this is my death anniversary week where death Greg would be hosting the show right now or. <laughs> Well, you know, Paul would be throwing him goldfish so he could catch in his mouth <laughs> between things. You should get like a coffin or something, like put it in your, your window. Or <laughs> so you're in the Mark Twain Club now. Yeah. Mark Twain well, it's like, no, I prefer, I prefer Voltaire where he said, you're not wrong, just premature. Right. <laughs> so what I saw being it's gone for 13 minutes, you know, right. I thought the visions I saw with those giant bees from the planet by Pluto come, we're fucked. <laughs> and we're all their slaves. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a weird feeling, though, because the week's become very surreal, you know, thinking about it. But then I've had, like, two dear friends lose people young unexpectedly, and I've been out with yeah, them. Yeah, so the one and fell asleep and One, died. literally, yeah, really good friend asleep. of mine, perfect health. 63, which is, an, I mean, I, wow. I, it's I, age. I'm freaking about when I turn 30. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but, you know, just, and it happens. You don't know. It's like, I'll even, I'll quote the Bible. We don't know the day or the reason. See, I know my theology, too, and everything else. <laughs> That's great. But. I wish I could quote the Bible. <laughs> we don't know the hour. We the do not page, know the hour. the last page. That's funny. <laughs> I've, read, I, I've read all the holy books. As W.C. Fields said, like when they, Gene Fowler saw him in the hospital reading the Bible. And he said, Bill, you're an atheist. Why are you reading this? Looking for loopholes. <laughs> but you know, but the thing is, and what I saw though too, it's like I think I said this. I was with a really good friend the other night because her cousin passed, and that's what it's about. Though it's about like being there for the people you know and trying to live. One of my friends right. said, "Well, even but, if you're at a funeral, yeah. like, sometimes you have a good time at a funeral because you're you're you remember the person with good intentions, you know." Well, right. as long as you're not, not the guest, as long as you're not the guest of honor. But that's like the old joke, like some of the Irish wakes where you go tell the funny stories. Like when Alan died, owner of the Crown, he went up and told stories. Like when my uncle Hal died, we heard the story about, you know, he's a very giving person. I guess like in the '30s, he went out and he stole the Christmas tree for family every year. Wow! And the story I heard now, I heard this years ago but my dad you know my brothers are telling me he'd like stop by the woods and say keep an eye out if any cars are coming right now i'm gonna get like that saw, huh? i'm gonna get like that indonesian diplomat come after me for my dad stealing christmas trees <laughs> I, I had a really bad joke at one funeral i was at it was like i i was i was well i was part of the family i was part of the greeting whatever yeah you're but part I, of the, the ones that and people are coming in because they're friends of mine, a lot of the musicians that came, you know, and I said, please, don't anyone say it smells like someone died in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. No, I'd be tons of jokes for the day. You know, I'd make tons of jokes about my death. Like my friend Rob said, I walked three hours before that. He's like, man, can you imagine? <laughs> Like if you would have dropped over and fell in the canal, so everybody's watching the news and go, "Oh, they some homeless guy fell." Oh, it's Rob. Yeah, they have to wait till they dr uh, drained it out and everything. Was it? When does that happen? They drain it every uh, year, or every after two Thanksgiving years or, so? or so. It goes down. Yeah, they but they find out. stuff in there. But I was saying, like, also, I could be used like for weekend at Bernie's part four or whatever. 
<laughs> or like a stage prop, you'd have like the one musician have to have like a the drummer would have to have like a fly swatter to come out and swat the flies away from. But plus, but like when you and anybody who knows is from like if you're in the hospital for a week, it's the most insane experience. Time oh, is no meaning. Time has no meaning whatsoever. I love the beauty of it. You can't sleep number one because you're in pain. Everything's uncomfortable. You start to doze off. You feel it. Oh, we have to take another test. Did you get a, yep. a TV set at least? I mean, something to keep your mind off of this? I couldn't. Stuff? Mike Murray called me. I couldn't even get the radio shows on in there. Right. You know, yeah, and then CM no Punk was going to be on AEW. I'm lucky I got out in time because I couldn't get the channel. But Jeez. I actually got House on Haunted Hill from Swingooly on. Then I'm wondering, are they going to charge me or whatever? And then it's like, well, I made it that I died when I saw my bill. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> $80,000 download or whatever. <laughs> Oh, it's like it would be like the Three Stooges, or like the reverse of that one where Shemp wins the, the super like ten million dollar lottery. Yeah. Wow. So they rent out the hotel and they get the bill, they get the lottery, and it goes deduction, federal tax, state tax, yeah, oh, federal tax. five cents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but time, it just has no meaning. And then like being in the ER, it's like okay, you're I, you're in a restaurant now. All I did was watch uh, Leave It to Beaver reruns the whole time. I just keep remembering that's all I did. When I, I was love there. Leave It to Beaver. Like no. I never got oh, dressed. Oh, plus Tony Dow too. Guilty Tony pleasure. Tony Dow. I had the one actually. The one episode was rang true to me in grade school because I had like a shirt. It was all these fancy colors. And I like we could get away with it somehow. Yeah, it was Catholic school, but yeah, I managed to wear it. Put it but what happened was now oh, I see one of the girls wearing the same shirt I am. When you're a kid in school, oh, wow. and that happened with Beaver in one episode, he goes, "It's the same thing." I've always been amazed at people that, I mean, in, in the realm of like, like kind of like a, the, the gamble thing. It's like no one wears the same clothes. Yeah, I mean, and you're in a group of people. Everybody's wearing. I mean, you, well, sometimes you know I mean? You get the odds have, of that are so astronomical. Well, it's but not it, true. It happens every day. I home. used to work in an office, and a lot three times out of a week. We would all have the same color shirt on. Right. And they wonder, how does that happen? How does yeah. that, why does that occur? I wonder but if it's a mood thing like a, or, you know. Either you know each other enough yeah. psychically to, to wear the same colors or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, we did a work. Anyway. We did a work in high school. My one friend and I, you know, you have to occupy yourself when you're miserable and having the miserable, most miserable time of your life. That's my problem. So we yeah. would do... So we would do like this little thing where we would just do what we would dress like. What we would always do too is we'd wear, I've got my little golf socks on because I got them at Ollie's for like under a dollar. But what we would do is we'd wear two different color socks. We wear, and then like people would even ask us, like, don't you know? And it's like, oh yeah, we call each other and color coordinate everything. We're like, I have another pair just like it at home. We didn't get sent to the psychiatrist somehow. But, like, at that place, too, with those brothers and everything, if I went to confession, I would have said, Father, you first. The way some of those brothers were at those school. No, we had, no, we had, you know, these were confirmed, too, <laughs> some of the stuff wow. out there. Jeez. But that's another weird subject, sort of like my friend Sean said. Well, that's in a way, you know, uh, this is the opposite of thing. It seems like it would be an easy way to get money. Like, you could just be someone that wanted to get money from the... Oh, I agree, I agree. And totally lie about the whole thing. Oh, no, and I know, like, there's one... Oh, we're getting into some good subject matter now, but my ex-pastor got accused. And the thing was, like, he's a drunk, sort of a surly guy. That's now, redundant. Yeah. Now, yeah. If, <laughs> now if I uh, ever... So they have wine, you know... Could you imagine? Wouldn't that be, like, awesome to have that power? 
Okay, what's well, going on? You'd be at every party. Rob, get over here. Okay. <laughs> Water and wine. Oh, I'd be like the most popular guy at every party. People <laughs> want me around. Reese but, always wants As long as you turn it into decent wine. Yeah. Not like Boone's Farm or something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> s- no, Spody's worse. Spody's brutal. We used to have, no, we played a game, okay, and I, I don't want to get demonetized, though. This is a game we played. I have to use the word. We used to call it Russian roulette. But what it would be would be with bum lines. Oh. So what you would do is spin the thing. And you might get like Malt Duck, Spody, Boone's Farm, <laughs> Coco Loco. And and the thing was, whoever conceded first. And the kill shot, we would pick the kill shot. And again, this is a game with booze, okay? Don't do anything it's to it's us. It's a was, game. But the, the so one, with, was the one blue that got. Blue Nun included? Yeah, oh, blue nun? I lived on Blue Nun. <laughs> yeah, we used to always drink Blue Nun. But the thing was, the kill shot, as we called it, was Spody Coco Loco. <laughs> you could not. It was like supposed to be chocolate cherry. You could not. You would literally be one of these where you just. You ever, like, if you've ever seen anybody do the. Yeah, we'll just throw it back out. Yeah. Wow. My girlfriend so, was at a thing. She said her friend had a some kind of whiskey, and somebody brought it to her house. I guess they had a party where everybody brought stuff, and her daughter's is pretty knowledgeable about these things. Anyway, she looked at it and she goes, "Do you realize that's a that's a that's a thousand dollar bottle of whiskey?" Wow. And me? and like her, this lady's husband and. And her, the son, the fa- father and son, they paid a hundred bucks a piece to have a shot of this stuff. We had, Jeez. I forget the name of it, but it's like a thousand. We had one when I went to go see Jason Isbell with my buddy Dave at the Beacon Theater. We uh, we stayed at the Royalton, which I highly recommend for anybody in New York. For it's basically, it's, in terms of price and everything and location, it's, yeah, since you're bad, it's a unicorn basically. Huh. You know, when your car is gone, they do park it for you so it didn't get stolen. Which is cool. Right. But so we're waiting the next day to get out. We stopped mm. by the bar. They had some scotch, 120 bucks a shot. Wow. Wow. Now, we yeah, were tempted, crazy. but keep in mind that we hit a couple bottles in our luggage to drink in the hotel room, right. <laughs> which was much Cuddy Shark level yeah. or J&B level. Uh, yeah. But with wares maybe. But the thing is, you're, you're tempted. I, my view on that, now, Robert Plant said something. Isn't it cool how we bring in all this stuff on the show? Robert Plant <laughs> said something about Led Zeppelin. He said, you'd just be disappointed because you'd expect too much. George Harrison said the same thing. I don't know if you talked to him or not over I, that. I channeled George. Okay. <laughs> he said the same thing about the Beatles. He said, if we ever reunited... People would be disappointed. The thing was, if you're showing out that much, unless this thing is like the nectar of the gods, somehow you're going to be let down. Yeah. yeah. You just are. Huh. Yeah. It's the anticipation. You paid right. all that money. Wow, this is going to be. I've had $5. Stuff you get so psyched good. over it. I would buy friends' expensive wines. I started just getting the cheaper ones because they would just tell me it just tastes the same. You, and you know what I'm yeah. still addicted to, um, alcohol wise, is cordials. I love like cream de menthe, anything with mint. Especially Louis. Oh, yeah. right? oh my God. I yeah, can drink the whole bottle. Oh, stuff. grasshoppers. I like vodka and stuff like that too. But I love like. But this is a phenomenon like we brought up Paul and I talk about it a lot. I don't know if it's hit you two. But we talked a little bit about it with high school. I've seen, and I don't know if it's, my, like my friend Sean said when we were out, he's retired now. He said, like, you know, we're getting a lot closer to the finish line than 
you know, I, I have to say I'm talking about mortality, but considering the weak. Yeah, middle age. Week. We're over the hill. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm you on guys. the hill, not over the hill. And everything about <laughs> mortality. And I thought, like, we could talk about it where it's fun. But I'm seeing, like, a certain groups, like, certain friends really regress into high school. Wow. And, I, and I'm and i honest. Like I said, that was, like, the worst time in my life. Like, ClassMeets.com. So what they did is, yeah, like, like, okay, and, you know, and there's a couple of my genuine friends. They're going for outings. Nothing wrong with it. As opposed to your disgenuine friends? Well, no, that's the rest of them from high school. That's the, re the real friends from high school, which oh. is rare. If I say you're a friend from high school, you're a rare bird, you know. I mean, well, look I, at me. You I think just, I was popular in yeah. high school? I'm passing out gun clubs. Again, it's a band, gun club CDs, and hearing how they suck when they like, all journey and all this stuff. But, you know, it's... I just reconnected with two guys from high school. You know, we have a dinner like at the end of the month. Like every month, we have a dinner together. Right. You know, it's kind of cool. You know, it's yeah, okay, but the know? way they do, they act like they've regressed. Like the stuff they do and talk about and all this stuff, and then they find other people they don't even they didn't even know if they even see them. They bring them on, and it's just so not me. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've, I've seen this in a couple of groups of people. You know, we we're talking about this where. Uh, the whole group re sort of regresses to high school. So, yeah. So oh, I mean, like just for conversation. No, they do yeah. though. That's they're like talking about stuff that happened when they were like you know sixteen, yeah. seventeen, and it's, it's like how do you and remember? It dominates, that? <laughs> but it dominates the conversation. Oh yeah. And, and it's like they. They, like it's not that they haven't girls moved on. And stuff like, or they knew from high school well, and things they, like that. Well, no, this this is actually a group of men and women that were all... Oh, men and women, that, yeah. That were all together from high school, and they're just sort of talking about, you know, like it was last week. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it would dominate the conversation. And what's interesting wow. is that, you know, then the people in the group that weren't in high school with the rest of them don't really have a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. yeah like, I have like, no, yeah. Right. Kind of left out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like they're they're in today's But the, but the question is like what why do people do that? And and I think, you know, they're they're going back to a happy place. You know, yeah, it's a, a happy place. Imagine happy place. Because honestly, and I'm you know, he's still one of my best friends. Yeah. I love him. And, but he's like really gotten into it. And I'm thinking, I remember a conversation we had one time where he almost, his parents were moving to Penfield, but they was probably going to transfer, but they decided to keep him at the school, right? Yeah. But he was saying, he's like, look, we'll stay in touch. We're real friends. But he said, let's be honest, people are dicks. And my, and my, <laughs> you know, and my friends, and they were, I'll, I'll even say, they were like the most awful people I've ever known with people in high school. Yeah. And it happened to me too. You know, especially because we're the weirdos. But the thing he said, he's like, look, he's done martial arts his whole life. My better friends are in my karate and everything. I would take that over high school. Now he's huge in the high school thing. Mm. Huh. Like me, I'm thinking like, okay, like those the show I just saw with Alyssa. Now, we went last year, too, just to see her. And I remember some of them were going to be there. And I remember like if they were around, I was going to go by her and go, oh, this is my friend. Hi. <laughs> 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 you know, but I got out. But the weird part of it, here's the dichotomy. Okay, look, so there's like a cover band that plays afterwards. Right. I would leave after hanging out with Alyssa, talking, going. Then they would show up for the cover band. Wow. And that would be the dichotomy. And that's what frustrates me, though, because I said, you know, this is my friend. She's really good. You should check it out. But they get stuck. That's the other thing, too, is they're stuck. I think we're all music adventurers. We're open to, uh, you know, if I hear, like, medieval death metal polka, I will give it a try. Yeah. 
That sounds that's cool. I yeah, I've, heard, I've heard medieval. <laughs> I've actually, I've, one of my friends loves medieval death metal. Speed metal always sounds like a hooked up polka to me when I listen to it. <laughs> Maybe you have to do downers <laughs> to like speed metal so it slows it down. Huh. Maybe. Well, I always remember like Just not advocating that. <laughs> the black country music was kind of an odd thing. Well, but Charlie like Pride. Charlie yeah, Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Remember for New Wave, the Bus Boys. Bus Boys, right? right. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you that show Fridays in terms of if whatever you think about like the other stuff on it, it had better music than Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's bands. why I discovered a lot of bands because they'd yeah. have the jam on. The episode with Shatner was really funny too, where he's like, oh, wow. he's doing the one with Kim Carr. He's like, Scotty, she's talking about Betty Davis' eyes. <laughs> and the one part, all the cast comes up to him. He goes, Scotty, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> And Mike just played Shatner's version of Garbage Man yesterday. <laughs> wow. So you, you got me thinking about something when you were talking about Wow, it. it's a miracle. <laughs> it took me, yeah. Well, you, you know, get crank things do happen. <laughs> See the steam coming out of my head? No, it, um, have you ever gone? I mean, you got me thinking about this. Have you ever gone purposely just to see the opening act and then leave? Lots. Sometimes. Oh. Like your friend, you said you're, you're two camps. I'm very loyal to my friends, and if I like, they, a lot of times, like if they're playing, and I'm bad these days because I, I always say I'm really open to new music, but a lot of times now I don't have the energy. So, like, if my friend's opening and I don't know the band or anybody, yeah. I just leave. Well, I used right. to see the opening band just to guarantee a spot in the in the audience or a place to sit or stand. Right. That's true. You know, just to yeah. go early, you know, and then you catch the opening act. And you might see I, somebody you really like. Uh, yeah. I. I I think I saw it happen at, um, it was uh, John Fogarty opened for ZZ Top a few years ago. Oh, really? After John Fogarty played, everybody kind of left. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was about wow. half of the audience. There. I have to, wow. there's something, if anybody could explain this to me, because I've heard this from a couple sources, and I always say, unless I've experienced it, but what the heck, we're just having fun. But, okay, Henry Rollins in his book... And actually, a security guy at CMEC told me the same thing. Huh. He said the most the, the create the scariest crowds are at ZZ Top concerts. Wow, really? And I'm wondering why. I mean, I feel like would think you know, Strange. you know, they would you be sort of like conservative, you know, kind of straight laced type of people or something. You know, like that. But I'm just wondering, maybe in the rowdier days or something or anything. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when they used to bring bulls on stage, used to do they used to yeah, bring yeah, bulls they had the animals, 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 with the animals. Yeah, remember that? that? Yeah, I think. That yeah, that might attract some strange bedfellows for that one. I think that was at the dome. Didn't they do that one at the dome? Yeah, the that's dome, what I heard. Seventy-four-ish, yeah. maybe. I'm actually yeah. getting it because I got like a box set of theirs, super, super cheap. Because I thought, like, you know, when they got to that '80s stuff with the synth and stuff, yeah, it was like, yeah, it wasn't as good. You know, but their older stuff really rocks. I mean, it's oh, nice yeah. and, you know, it's just nice. Yeah, it's R&B based. I, fun. I, I have one album by them. It's called One Foot in, in the, the Blues. Blues. It's a great album. It is a great album, it's and it has like, no, none of that. It has no BS on it. It's all straight, good, like deep track. Blue for your stockings is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, on that album. That's it's great. Cool. It's a great. What year song. did that come out? Do you know? I have no idea. It's seventies something. Oh, it was in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one, their prime period, pretty I'm much. Pretty sure. And I love and I love Billy Gibbons' quote about how you know a lot of bands have problems with image changes. We're just a bunch of a couple of scissors away from an image change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but the thing that was really funny too. There's a book. It's like a rock and roll book. I don't know, it's like best stories, but about their recording, like in the early days, they like really did like Mexican radio, mm -hmm. but I guess they would be going to 
down like the road. These are and people would be like snipering, shooting <laughs> to get to the studio. It's a little like coming to this studio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to dodge the fans and everything, and everything else. In the war zone of Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a DMZ. It's like no photographs today, no photographs today. I just don't feel up to it. One thing I was going to mention about uh, ZZ Top is they used to be known as the moving sidewalks. Mm -hmm. And right. uh, Greg from the Chesterfield Kings actually had a 45 of theirs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And uh, the guys from ZZ Top had bought it back, or he wanted to buy it back from them. He didn't have one. He didn't, oh, have wow. own, he didn't have a copy of his own records. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard a lot of that. Guys don't have their own movies that they that they're in. Yeah, they don't have. No, they don't. I asked like I asked a couple people, like one of a couple of my friends. I said, "You want to burn the CDs? You know, I have your stuff because you don't have them." Wow, the musicians. Yeah. Like and I think they could burn. They didn't have them. They just didn't have a copy. You wonder what happens. Like, if they have, maybe they weren't thinking and they gave them away and they didn't realize, oh. I have tons of archived stuff that I've played in all the way back to like. I even have a CD. Somebody, I don't know who did this, but my friend got me a, a band we were in high school. Wow. And we played someplace, and he's Subway. got he's got a yeah, it was Subway. <laughs> and I have the restaurant. And I have the CD of a performance from somewhere. Live at Subway. Live you at played Subway. Subway live at Subway. It was very bad. <laughs> yeah, but the only problem with playing live at Subway is that they get through. Okay, now we want a little extra on the drums. Yeah. Okay, the bass a little heavier. We make it to order. Yeah, it, takes order. It's a mayo. For, it takes 28 minutes before the first song because of that. No, Rob Mount, as you met Rob Mount, he'll yeah. be back in September on the show. He's got a library. Like, even he's got like our high school, the Immortal Gothic Toad I have on tape, even. Wow. CD. Wow. Now, I will get, you know, he's got things. He's got Ozzy from when he played in 31 at UHF. Wow. That's wow. Cool. only. Yeah, with some Randy of us Rhodes. Are like that. I was big in the tape recorders. I went through a lot of tape recorders when I was Yeah, yeah. remember was, like what we would do like right. Sunday night or whatever, like you tape your shows on the radio, right. put it on the record player? Yeah. I have tons of like a lot of whole lot of shakings. I used to record that King Biscuit Flower album. Oh yeah. Oh, that oh, that's so nice to tape too. I had it on an A track, in fact, a couple mm. times. So we're showing our age, folks. You ain't got to tell. I had the, <laughs> the cars live on a track, and there was one song that they never recorded on album, but that was on the a track. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I don't That's have a track anymore. Someone has it somewhere. With his laser disc. Yeah, a laser disc. But I still like, see a lot of a track players. They show up at pawn shops all the time. Yep. But that's like I keep it's saying, too, like the high school, men, the thing also I get about that, they still just like the same music. Where, Like I've always said, I, my problem is this dawned on me, you like whatever you want, but they're not even willing to try anything else. Right. Like right. I get yelled at about, like I get like, like there's like, I should go see that 80s hair band or something. And they go, and I go, okay, if you like Journey, whatever I say, but I'm fine with you. You know, in a way, I actually make a Fleetwood Mac analogy because they started out as a different band back in the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, before. But the thing is, if you're going to go see them, why do you want to go shell it? I guess the like, tickets were $160 for the show. You're going to go see like one or two guys and a bunch of like, it's like Mike Loves Beach Boys. Right. Yeah. Right. Just two guys that are in the band. That's it. <laughs> you know, so, it's like when Brian Wilson got fired. By Mike Love from the Beach Boys, it was like, it was like you know, it's like it was like Ward getting was fired shock. by the Beaver, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something. 
you know, believe he got fired. He just used, I mean, no, I think he did. He used the name to make that album, and then he just yeah. he must have got the rights to the name. Yeah. He it's just like, wants to use it as a touring group. Yeah, right it's now, like John, it? and he's just playing the same old hits every time and every time. But people go, I remember, like, I don't know how it is now, but like years ago, they were always in the do you top have the new, Do you have the new She and Him album with all the Brian Wilson songs? I'm just going to order it. I'm just going to order it. It's very interesting. It's not that bad. She and Him. That's yeah, so the Chanel and so somebody else. Chanel, the actress, and oh. M. Ward. I don't know. Where's he not, from? He's from another band or something? Yeah. They're pretty good, really good, actually. Yeah. Well, he she played on... Uh, mellow, but, you know, like all their stuff is kind of mellow, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, listenable. And actually, what's awesome. good, too, is his he does it for keyboard. Brian yeah. does it. That's actually a really good album. Wow. That's huh. actually a really good album. But, like, I've even finding now, and Paul and I have talked about this a lot, especially, I don't even... It's like John Lenson, the one song, I even don't like my rock and roll. Where I just, I'm not enjoying shows as much, I admit it. And I think sometimes it's, it's like, I don't know if we've changed or like a lot of... Yeah, it's the crowd. We've had problems with the crowd lately. The crowd And I've got to say, August, so I think... Yeah, they're different yeah. age. They're like all different well, ages. It's, it's, and it's any... It's, uh, I mean, you said it. Yeah, people, but I'll say also, my quote I wanted to use is, like T.S. Eliot said, April's the cruelest month. August's been the craziest month. Yeah. But like people that go to shows, I'm wondering, are they bored? Do they just want to come out and have... Steve Litvak said he used the term wallpaper music, wallpaper music. background. Yeah, and I go to see the music. During the performance, talk and stuff during like, that. like yep. some of the shows. Like we had one of our friends on here. I won't even mention it, but like during the show, we had one of our friends on the Zoom plays. Talk people talking during the whole show. You know, you know, yeah. complain about it. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, and uh, you know, we went to see Jason Bonham, and the people behind us were just carrying on a conversation. Yeah, it's like, aren't you and, listening? And, 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 no. And so, so at some point you got to turn around and say, you know, really, I didn't come here to listen to your, your conversation. You're not here to Starbucks, listen. you know. Or you get someone singing at the same time they're singing. And I, I kind of like, get the singing thing, but yeah. because... But, I mean, if it's obnoxious, like super loud oh, yeah. singing, like over the, the, what you're trying to hear on yeah. stage, you know. We, mean, had the one, you know you, we had the one, right? My buddy and I, Dave, we went down. We took a guy's trip. We drove to Cleveland to see Ryan Adams. Wow. Now, this is before all the what I don't even know what came out about, but whatever. But so he's psychotic on stage, of course, because like some. Was he in Whiskey Town at the time? No, it's just Ryan Adams. Okay, just but, Ryan Adams. But one of my but my friends saw him one time where we played three songs. Said, you know, I haven't taken my meds in like four days. Walked off the stage. <laughs> but for this show, like somebody heckled them and he wouldn't stop. But so he's going on. And he's like. What does this woman think when she got up? Let's see how I can ruin the day. Somebody yelled Freebird. He goes, we should have done that in the 80s when at least a few of them were alive. <laughs> but my friend, we, what we did on the show is we didn't know where we were going. He got a ticket. I got a ticket so we didn't sit together. He said, he said, Robbie, the whole show, there was some guy next to me, tears in his eyes, singing every song. And I just looked at him and I go, Buddy, can I just get one, please? <laughs> you know, we drove like four hours. Yeah, to see it, right. It's, but the guy was having a religious experience. <laughs> the only time I cried myself at a concert was when I saw U2 at the stadium. Oh. Like, one of their last songs, I had like tears in my eyes. It was so emotionally, you know. So the only time I saw U2 and loved it. I would say I would have cried at a UQ concert for other reasons, probably. Oh, it was at the stadium. I take it back, it was at the stadium. Now, I do, fair enough. I liked them all the way up through Octung Baby. Then I think they just lost it a yeah, little bit. They, I don't know. They just changed it. You know, they, they got older like everybody else. Yeah, you do. And it was I'm, the same riff. Yeah. 
it, that, yeah, I think Greg said that before. It's just, it was the same riff over and over again at some point, you know, yeah. after well, acting. Can you imagine, right? like, I mean, oh, there's yeah. such things as artistic pride, and then there's, like, stupidity. There's a movie out called I Shot Bono, and again, it's just the title, okay, I hate to say that. <laughs> but, oh, no, but it's a true story of a guy who grew up with Paul Hewson. Wow. And they were really good friends. Like, he actually saw him at a concert, like, when he came out, he's Bono now. Hey, Paul, stop. What he did when you two got big, he remembered their band. He's like, hey, want to come and tour with us? And what did he tell him? He said, now I want to try to make it on my own. Wow. So he's, the band broke up a little while after because he said we could have toured with you too when I turned it down. <laughs> 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 but you go see it. They have the movie. It's actually pretty funny. Wow. It's huh. not a really wise business decision, I don't think. <laughs> well, that's why, Greg, like it or not, we get Billie Eilish. I'm having her on. You can do that. I'll be nice to her. I was gonna say one thing. About I love your stuff, Billy. Yeah. This is what, oh, <laughs> hey, well, got pictures of you in my room. Yeah, then you like <laughs> just everything to me. And then you like the big problem. Oh, what songs of mine do you like? Oh, oh I, I really like that Freebird. I do my I do my research and <laughs> that one that everybody's playing right yeah, now. Yeah, the one that everybody's playing. Right. <laughs> I know Ocean Eyes because Adriana played it in here. She liked it, so I do know one. Well, oh, any other thing else besides Ocean Eyes? I just so emotional about that song. I can't get by it. <laughs> it's like Gringo Star on their first album. I think I played Transmission like fifteen times. Mm-hmm. I got to the fourth song of the album. I never got past it. It was so good. <laughs> but Chibi, who's Gringo Star? Yeah. <laughs> then I go. Really? Oh, it's the band. It's not the drummer for Low Straight Jackets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of weird because, like, I've heard like some musicians I know, like our good friend Mary, which plays like seven instruments. I think Alyssa plays the same. Wow. Does yeah. she does like Billy Eilish play anything? <laughs> Sing? I doubt it. What is she, is she a, a solo artist or someone that plays in bands? The, no, she's Mary? like Mary. Oh, Mary plays with Nate Coffee. Oh, plays Mary Monroe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mary Monroe. Yeah. But she's like multi talented. She's got her. She brought her little harp here. Was a great show. She. We almost required. You're lucky. You're lucky because we almost thought after they having a rule that guests would have to bring a mini harp and play at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I could drink a harp at the end. (laughs) Not you know the last ones I had. The last harp. The last harp and Watneys I had were disgusting. The thing about the Watneys Red Barrel, I love this. Where I order a Watneys, I know the bartender. Oh, here, take it free. I'm like, great. So I do the. Rotten eggs and it's like, oh, I go, what the hell? And he goes, oh. They don't, the the keg heated up and cold, so I knew it was bad. So I'm giving it away. <laughs> like no soup for you. <laughs> like, the problem, that's the problem. Is like when they know you, they you get some treatment, but then they know they can ignore you because you know you're going to be fine or give you like the bad stuff. I did that once at a bar. I think it was like the, it was a place in High Falls. What the hell was the name? Jack's something or other. I don't know. Anyway, the guy the beer had turned, and I I went over. I went to the bartender. I said, "This is not." Right. He said something to me. I said, here, you drink it. And then he's like, whoa. Yeah, they drink it. <laughs> and then he gave me something else. <laughs> it always happens with, uh, what's that one beer? It's it was like apple skunk. cider by the time I got it. <laughs> it's a beer that tastes like skunk if they don't do something good with it. It's uh, oh. 
It's Canadian. Moosehead. Moosehead. Yes, Moosehead. I know. The green. No, no. What happens is the green bottles. The green bottles. But I had the one. We used to go see my friend Pat. Pat Pat Bear. I you know they. I don't know. No. That I guess like one of my friends. If you can get the real stuff, it's really good. But it's hard to get the real stuff. You gotta in get the triple X. Yeah, it's hard to get the Canada. stuff in. It's wow. hard to get the stuff in the states. But I used to go see the band Crazy Train. My good, my friend Pat Barry is That's a great guy. Liquid fire. You know, Ozzy <laughs> cover band. But we'd go see him. But I remember the one time we're at some bar to see them, and it's like one of these metal bars, and I ordered like. I could kill you something. It was like rotten eggs. And my friend oh, said, geez. how dumb are you? Use logic. When you go to one of these bars, look, see what you think the crowd's drinking, because otherwise the tap's going to be really... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every Just beer I pick is like, you know, it's nobody else buys it. So it's like, oh, by the time I get it, it's crappy. So I oh, go with like, the Coors Light or something. It's like, you know, don't get wine at a metal bar. Because right. yeah. <laughs> it's probably been sitting there since the last time. Or, yeah, I don't know if they serve it, but it was like a big rise for me because I bought it when I was underage at an so Amherst game. I was like the biggest, you know, sometimes when you're underage, you go order a beer or something. And they, you get like, you know, it's like, I'm God. So wow. they had a scotch and soda for some reason. Never get a scotch and soda at an Amherst game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, have, one place you could get wine, which had a real big crowd. I went to see uh, Inside Out. It used to be the Insiders. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know this guy. They put it in Fairport. Um, it's like a wine and cheese place or something. Right. I don't know the exact I was Fairport Brewery, for there. It's, it's uh, my, yeah, it's my nice. wine and cheese, too, on the canal. They, yeah. Everybody reserved seats. I couldn't find a, a seat that was not reserved. I had, like, one seat left, and I was able <laughs> to sit there. But I couldn't believe it. The wine, you know, wine and cheese was pretty unique for being a, yeah. a you know, beer-type I think situation. wine is a lot more uh, accepted now, and more people are into wine. So I think wine. I think you get places have a little bit better turnover of wine now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot of women don't drink wine; they don't drink beer. Yeah. Well, you know, you're in trouble. Like you said, you go to like one of those like uh, metal show outdoor cover bands, yeah. and you go, "Well, I'll try the right. wine." He goes, uh, well, "We just finished this box. Let's." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got the scoop, the little like squirter. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the box wines. Oh, good. Like, well, why did they run out of Irish rose or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, type of thing. Because I remember, like, in the liquor store, if you made the left, it was all like the like, Thunderbirds and the Mad Dogs. Uh, right? Yeah, nice. all behind Mad together. <laughs> no, but I am wondering about the phenomenon it shows, and I wonder if it'll keep. I think I wonder, like, too, if COVID, if people are coming out more and they're just trying too hard or something, or what's going on. What do you mean the badly behaved audiences? Yeah, badly behaved everywhere. Country yeah, But, I mean, you saw it. Don't mention where you were at, but that, or the person, but that story you told me about the restaurant was priceless. Wait, which way? Oh, oh, God. Oh, yeah. So we were at, we were at a rather high-end restaurant. It was a new Burger King that was, like, special. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> we, we, were at, we were at a, a well-known Rochester steakhouse. Yeah. Um, downtown. Longhorn. I'll leave it, leave it there. <laughs> Longhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, <laughs> Texas Roadkill. And, 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 um, and, you know, we went, a uh, friend of ours works there as a, as a waitress, and we had a very nice meal. And this guy shows up, so it's, it's there's like maybe three couples in the place, and then it sounded like two couples. These three women coming together, they're friends. They sit down at a table, and, and it was right around closing time. Well, this guy kind of gets in right after closing time. Now, it's summertime, so it's kind of casual. You know, this isn't everybody's not dressed to the nines in this place. This guy shows up. He's in a T-shirt and shorts. He orders a hundred and forty dollar 
seafood platter, oh like, the, like the raw bar sampler. Yeah. Wow. It's sitting at his table. He's taking cell phone calls. He's playing videos on his phone. He starts talking to the women at the table next to him. He Jeez. goes over and sits down with the women at the table. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, who even let this guy in this place? How yeah, do you even no, like, get yeah, right? Yeah. How did you get past the maitre d'? You know, it's it's like, no, like, it has then, no but, social but then, at all. But then it's like, well, you know, this would have been bad behavior at like you know a dive bar. Yeah, right. Did, did he do a dine and dash with the food, or did he? I, we didn't sit around to find it? out. We were we were done with dessert it's, at that it's point. Probably so what happened. I let you know yeah. ran away with, without wow. paying. You know, I that's a lot of money to yeah. But Jeez. but it's like. The cell phone out, you know, and it's. I, I still remember this is probably thirty years ago. Somebody, somebody had a cell phone out, and, and, and back when cell phones were pretty rare, right? And, and and this this guy in the restaurant turned around and said, "My dining room is not your phone booth." Right? And I thought, <laughs> you know. Why can't we be like that? <laughs> no, go great. back. Okay, go back. I, I, I will like. I'll, I'll bring them over sometime. They're just really. My parents like to keep a lot of souvenirs. There's a restaurant from Manhattan. You know, like lobster, three bucks. Everything else. Wow. But oh, yeah. my dad and one of their friends got booted because they didn't have ties on. <laughs> oh yeah, they had to go get a tie. But one of the best stories now, the opposite of that, just for, for we, this, I'll bring it. My friend Mike Shildone from high school, real real friend. Now he came in, and what they were weird at like our school, the girls got away with everything, where the guys didn't. Yeah. So Mike comes in. He's very well dressed, right? Very well dressed. He's got the tie, but he's got stonewashed jeans on, right? Oh, no. They get him, and what they would usually do, so they, they told him either you're going to go sit in the library all day or go home and change. Now, he had a job. Our friend Bauman, who's been on the show, many, Greg's met him, is uh, his dad owned Lodge on the Green. They worked there. Huh. He goes down to the Lodge. He gets his, okay, so he gets his clothes from last night. That's dress pants, like dress pants, button-down shirt, grease Slop all oh. over, but <laughs> regulation. Yeah. So he was really well. He comes well, in wearing this, looking like he fell through like a car wash yeah, or something. Car wash. <laughs> got sprayed, <laughs> and that was acceptable. Where what he wore before. Yeah. Right. One of my buddies, we used to get drunk out by the the gate. He one time he got blasted. He tripped, fell in a puddle, had mud all over. Him. Nobody said a word to him. But my friend was really well dressed, but had stonewashed jeans on. Yeah, they keep him and they kick the other so, guy out. So <laughs> I had I had the pleasure of getting the uh, house tie at the Genesee Valley Club one time when I was uh, back in my U of R days, and uh, that was it was when uh, I was station manager at WRUR. Yeah. And and WXXI was trying to take over the station. There was like a coup during the summer when we were all gone. Wow. And we came back and it was like, yeah, XXI wants to you know a timeshare with us. So we. So we had a meeting, and we're like, "This is a bad idea. They're trying to steal our license, right? Because they, they because they're not together. They're not. They're not together. A, well, they're they are now. They are now. Yeah, they are now. Many, many years later, they, they started. Oh. Uh, but when they first started, th there was a problem with PBS stations that wanted to dump all their public affairs oh, um, okay. uh, broadcasting. NPR stations, in particular, wanted to dump their public affairs off. Um, they, so um, XXI bought the AM station. Ultimately, they bought oh, a WSAY, and they went with XXI AM. But before that, they were trying uh -huh. to take over WRUR by saying, hey, we'll give you the money to move your antenna over because they wow. were stuck broadcasting at like six watts because of physics experiments. So yeah. they, they had a 60,000 watt transmitter, but they couldn't broadcast at full strength. So 
So, wow. so, the, so the meals arranged at Genesee Valley Club. So I'm I'm dressed nicely with a with a button down shirt and a jacket on, but I didn't know that you needed a tie. So I got Jeez. to wear the house tie <laughs> to the meeting wow. with the deans and, and was it a the, full tie or like no no it was it was, it was, it was a tie tie and I tied yeah. it and everything, but it was it was it, it just clashed with everything yeah. that I had. Right, it didn't match. <laughs> But the thing was, everybody at the meeting. Did they have like WXXI on the, on the tie itself or something? <laughs> no, like that? They, this is the Genesee Valley Club. This was the the or restaurants. Oh, tie, restaurants the tie. The okay. Yeah. There's actually a I've good story. There many times. There's actually a good story from Phil Collins' autobiography where he goes into some fancy hotel. He says I'm well dressed, but it's like a button down collar, and they kick me out because I'd have a tie. So there's Robert Plant coming in. He's got this black and white polka dot shirt and a tie and he goes I'm sitting there they kicked me out but Percy Plant's dressed like Coco the Clown and they let him in (laughs) (laughs) but I still think of like my hospital jokes like the first time like I said the MRI there and they come back and the doctor goes you know you were somehow you don't have any brain damage and I go Okay, here's my phone. Call any of my friends. Say that. See what they say. <laughs> it's like, that's clearly somebody else. But the other one was like they, they <laughs> also might have brain damage, but at least you're not brain dead. But then they come in like and they say like the doctor said, okay, you know, okay, here's what's happened. You got to do this. You know, uh, how long am I going to be in this place? I can't take it. Maybe a week. And he goes, well, that's if things go well. I go, what if they don't go well? And don't worry. 30 minutes, 30 minutes, but then I was thinking, oh, I had this pair, I didn't want to see any of the nurses see me naked, I was like all horrified, my friend Liz was sick, but then it made me think of this Red Fox joke, okay, well the guy's at the airport, he's going through security, he didn't realize he had his zipper down, so, uh, the, the attendant, you know, the, the security person says, you know, you know, he had your front doors open, he zips it up, he goes, oh, by the way, did you see my West Pointer sitting in attention, he's like, Hell no, I saw a disabled veteran between two duffel bags. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we could, the, obviously you've got to come back. We blew by this. We talked a little about, see, we talked about mortality. And Next week, more ball years. jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the funniest one I heard about balls coming out of somebody's shorts, like when they're sitting there, yeah. is, you know, a couple dinosaur eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, if you want to do a dinosaur really... dinosaur eggs come out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. no, I heard about the one. This one, We could do naughty stuff on the show. But some guy said he had, like, bull dick. It was like the Rocky Mountain crabs. Uh. I guess it swells all. And what you had to do, I don't know why you would say it. You had to go to the doctor. They had to take a rubber melt and pop it. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> It's like the reflex hammer. Just the guy you keep hitting it with a reflex hammer. He went to the clown doctor, didn't he? <laughs> that was, you know, the other part, though, too, is that could you imagine, like, it would have been, like, if I died, though? We could have had a tribute show, and I could have been here. You could have just been talking. Go, what do you think, Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the party. It's like, Del, Del, get the, fr- get the flies away from me. Again. <laughs> flies. Because I always said, like, in the old days, like, when I was at the bars, I told my friend, my good friend Colette, I said, you know, our drinking, in my drinking days, I got, I would dropped over on the floor, probably got hepatitis from that floor. But but I would have dropped over on the floor. Everybody would have just said I was passed out. Then, like, it would be, like, three, four hours later. Uh... You know, he's like blue and flies are buzzing around him. <laughs> that would have been weeks later. Yeah, but I just want to go. Did anybody go. help you at first? Oh you know? uh, yeah, what it, actually, some people performed uh, 
like there were a couple nurses there. Oh, obviously, okay. they it's me. They probably just did it for other reasons too. But but when you fell, did you hit anything in your head? I, I had a scar. scar Good. I, yeah, I had blood all over. It was dripping oh, in my eyes. I planted. So you hit hit like the floor or the chair? No, the floor. The I just floor, went, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I was talking the bar world, isn't that good? But they kept you alive until the paramedics got there. You know, let's let the audience guess, but probably <laughs> Harley Race, the wrestler, in his it's book. Like put a fork in it, you know. Yeah, Harley Race, the wrestler. Yeah, you know, my friends. You know, I could tell what my friends would be doing. It's like, okay, let's check on him first. Let's go through his wallet. They'll never know. <laughs> but Harley Race, the wrestler, he said like he had stomach surgery, and he in his bio he goes. There's a 50-50 chance if I was going to live. Maybe if you're reading this, you can guess. <laughs> but I had a really quick story that, about we were talking about booze. The one, Greg Townsend. I don't think he ever drank it. Yeah. He had a bite that goes, Rob, take a look at this. When he was in Mexico, he brings back a bottle. Okay, all it does, typewritten with like a piece of paper on it is tequila spelled wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I, did it have X's on the bottom? I don't yeah, know. I, it's like I'm, I'm not going to drink turpentine or whatever. Yeah, turpentine. <laughs> you pour it, it goes through the floor. No, the thing was, you went I, on fire. I said I was fine. I walked three hours that day. It was hot, but I do that all the time. I'm talking to some friends, and then the next minute, I wake up in an ambulance, and they're like, "He's finally back." Man. Wow. They yeah. had air right on you. They they put like air air in your lungs yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. but the thing was, I was the talk of the bar world because the people, the owners of the bar, knew people like knew some bartender. Said it was like the scariest thing. Saying there's blood everywhere. Wow, jeez, you know, and it's like it's like somebody hit you in the head with a club or something. You can make a, a you can make your own story. You should have. It's like an episode of Batman. The Riddler sent his goons, and the Penguin goons. shot his umbrella at me. <laughs> 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 no, I was saying that I fought off a horde of like. Ninjas or whatever. Yeah, ninjas. It was from a knife blade. But, then, the but no, I ended like the thing with the Waco kid, like his, his blazing saddles. No, the little kid came up to me, like, you the Waco kid? Like, I, and the little bastard shot me in the ass. <laughs> I sure showed that Flora thing or two. But we've got left Dolly have to come back because this is like a blue by as usual. Yep. I think we had some less. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. We're dying to be on or something. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to put my song on there? Yeah, we no? will, yeah. But anything oh, okay. also, uh, what's coming up? Anything coming up for you, Greg? Or uh, well, today I'm playing at Soda's Point. I have a couple things coming up. Yeah, I've got... He's got it written down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got, I'm playing at the B-side in a couple weeks. And uh, let's see. I, got, I have my whole schedule here. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so we got... I have the B-side on the 26th, and I have uh, some gigs in September, but that's about it. Plus, you have the laundry. When you're going to do the laundry, I take it. Laundry? I got to go. shopping for CD. I got to go do laundry. DVDs at Big Lots. Adele, you've been doing... You well, do, the only music thing I was going to say you're is... You're doing something now. Well, I was going to keep it a secret, but in, in the September, I'm going to have another CD being made. You know, with um, oh, nice. lots of local cool friends and stuff. Um, you know, pretty good. I'm be more serious about it, I think. Just for the fun, just for the fun of it, I'm being more serious. <laughs> That's like the object of the show. We try to have fun, but like trying to produce it and like bring quality. Yeah, so when we have like clown shows like this, people still listen. When are they going to get the talented young or some of these old crazies? Oh, yeah, just, <laughs> just, just be on Facebook with just as a clown. <laughs> but very cool. But we're going to play. What are you going to play? Oh, I, it's a, my last CD, which is kind of like a garage rock thing. And um, 
If I can reach it, hold on a second. You got a second, don't you? Um, it's called Wild Party at the Fred House, which used to be called Wild Party at Mike's House from a whole lot of shaking. But I just changed the words to Fred House and sounds better. Now you gave it away. I gave it away. <laughs> I had the one that reminds me of the time, you know, it's always cool like we're in high, with, okay, high school memory, but like you, we were going to go to a frat party at RIT, which I ended up running from because they grabbed my friend in front of me, turned him over and funneled him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everything yeah, beer in his mouth. But also, I thought we'd play just because we had the little theme about flirting with death and everything. Besides that, Kyle yeah. Vox said he's going to come on again soon. We love him. Mighty High and Dry is pretty quiet now, but in the fall. So I thought Perfect Song is from their album with our good friend Caitlin Yarsky, Drew the uh, oh, yeah, album, The Next yeah. Waltz. Yeah. It's Eternity. It's an awesome song. It's cool. So, Paul, anything for you? The dog's doing okay. Dogs you doing, doing okay? Great. Might be going to Wisconsin for a crab boil. That I think you can, fun. you know, I think you can do them here. You don't have to travel. Yeah, I'm going. That might be seeing my sister. I mean, I'm going either going east to the last of my cousin's crazy um, anniversary parties that she throws every Labor Day. Yeah, uh, this is the last of this is the 40th and last one that she's. I'm going way west to my sister's for. Uh, so one way or the other, we'll be seeing some. I'm invited to That's Tony cool. and Tino's party on Canisius Lake on the fourth. That means anything to anybody. Cool. Well, Canisius, is that where uh, Rod Serling lived? Around there or something? I thought Canistota. Nope, Canistota. Canistota. Yeah. I don't know. One of those lakes. Rod, Rod Serling lived on Cuga. He was Ithaca. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Ithaca. <laughs> which will always stuff. be noted because he died here. Right. Yeah. I remember reading the Starlog interview just before, you know, the surgery almost. But you know that was. But think how far medicines come now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Else. I would have saved his life. It's amazing. Today, you know. You know, like for me, I think it was like they did like three of my things that day. Plus, they amputated some guy's leg like it was nothing. You know, they imagine you know. Well, we got like three open heart surgeries. This guy needs this. Plus, we yeah. got to chop this guy's leg off. Then oh, I gotta oh. be on the. I gotta be on the links by three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. But thanks a lot, Dell, everybody. And I think this is kind of funny.